for all my people out there that got a job. I got a message for all you liberals out there. You want my gun, my firearm? Come take it from me. Just walk through my door, come into my home, and take it from me. With your weak, soft, liberal, girlish hands. Just try to put those hands on me. Those soft, liberal hands. Put them on me, on my body. Just slowly, gently dragging your fingers up and down my arm, giving me goosebumps. You want my gun? Come kiss me for it. <laughs> It's the come kiss me for it for me. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Bree the Black Sheep. I'm your host, Bree, that bitch, the black sheep, the black bachelorette, because I don't want these niggas. These niggas want me. <laughs> Obviously, the white winged Republican radicals want us as well. <laughs> that video cracks me up. That's just some random man on, on Instagram. Obviously being sarcastic as fuck, but making fun of just these crazy ass white people it actually took me a fucking week to make this episode i was supposed to make this last week when all the whites were running loose and running amok just wrecking havoc among the people but i just i couldn't like knowing i know that we go through this all the time we've been talking about this and been talking about how entitled white people are and just how much in control they have but to just see it on the screen like that and in such epic and intolerable proportions it's just like jesus and it actually took this long to just let that shit blow over there's just so much to talk about this week you guys i'm gonna just try to keep this under an hour because america is for the streets this this week is for this this year this nine days are, are what day are we in 11 days so this year it's for the streets, but especially this week. This week is for the streets. This week is for the streets. All right, where are we going to start? Let me, we're not going to do a recap because I know our last episode was just a recap of power. So this is the first official episode of the new year. Happy New Year, guys. I know we got snow in Austin, which was amazing. And it's just been so much shit that has gone on that I can't believe that I only got two things to get my nut off about. And I just, let's bust these nuts real quick. The first thing that I'm going to get my nut off about was, yes, that white lady who shall be unnamed because fuck giving her any publicity, who attacked the black boy for thinking that he had her phone. Which caused all this outrage because she literally tackles him, acts a damn fool, accuses him while his dad was there, who has a lot more, um, a lot more restraint than me because I would have beat the fuck out of her being a man and all because that's my child. But she attacked this boy thinking that he stole her cell phone. She was wrong. He never had it. She has no remorse for it. But of course, as white people do, they got to show their side of the story. She lands this interview with Gail King. And she just still doubles down on, on the fact that it wasn't racist and she had every right to do this to this boy. Basically, her answer was, well, someone had my phone. The hotel had it. And Gail's like, that doesn't matter. You're not understanding that this boy didn't have it. You attacked him. And she says allegedly attacked him, but we saw the tape. She attacked this man, this this child. 
And then she goes on to say, well, I'm I'm uh, young and I'm 22. And not only that, Gail continues to, to hold her ass to the fire. And she gets mad and she's like, Gail, enough. And if you can just think of that white woman hand that I'm doing with my my uh, palm out towards your face to tell you to, to shut the fuck up because it's my turn. It's my floor. That's what she did to Gail. And Gail handled it as every interview just so well. But... I would have reached across that damn screen and jacked her ass the fuck up. And you can even see her um, lawyer in that moment kind of quitting. And <laughs> she kind of looks like, what the hell have I got myself into? And she turns to her and she's like, no, no, no. Like, be quiet. Simmer down, bitch. But um, I actually, D, I was talking to D about this. And I <laughs> don't mean to call DL because, of course, D is such a compassionate person. But I was talking to her about this and she was saying, well, you know, she's young. So clearly she don't care. But I'm like, no. I have started to realize that sometimes when we see like these white people, well, most of the time when we, the news people see white people act like this at a certain age, they, it's always like, you know, they're young or the bad baby girl, she's young, but black people are never given that same respect. Had it been reversed and that boy acted like that at at even 12 or 14, however old he was, nobody would have said, oh, he was young. He should have known better because there's something about being black or of color where it's like you should know better you should you should be in your place you should stay right there but when it's these white entitled people it always is like well they're young they they just haven't learned no at 22 years old or however old this bitch is she should know better she and if she was a black woman everybody would have been like bitch you know better your mama had to whoop your ass you would have been disciplined enough to know better but we just think that these people are too young no they're too white and entitled and that is Just the common narrative of this whole episode, like the caucasity of people, the Caucasian audacity of these white people, this this week, this year, this century, this whole time existing on this planet. They just have all of the caucasity in the world to act the way they do and get in front of the public eye and say, I don't give a fuck. Yes, I attacked him, but somebody had my phone. So I'm sorry that he was in the fucking way. Oh, child, let me take a hit because I'm not high enough this morning. Mm mm. Computer, stop fucking tripping. So yeah, I have to get my nut off about that because bitch, you wasn't. It's not about your age. You're not fucking young. You're you're entitled, and you still didn't understand what you did. And not only that, but they pulled up her record. They had another video of her. This bitch been in the public eye acting like this of her DUI, trying to rough house a, a officer, getting her ass like slammed on the ground out of like have to you could tell officers wouldn't put their hand on a white woman like that you could tell it was out of like pure I just have to tackle this woman because she's acting that crazy and she just have never learned she just be out here doing the damn thing and we're going to talk more about the repercussions of of allowing these people to act this way but the second and last thing I wanted to get my nut off about was people coming in spaces of color just showing their ass I, you know, we had a New Year's party and shout out to Marie because she is an amazing wife, amazing mother. She's the, the um, person who put together our group, the hive. I was about to call her the leader of our group, but she's not. She's just such a chill woman. She put our group together, but everybody just, you know, we make plans and do all these things, but she started it and she's so amazing. And she, her and her husband hosted this party, um, at her house for New Year's and she has this beautiful, nice house. 
And this has been the second party I've gone to that has been so fun. It's been all black people. Everyone's getting along. She's African. The people there are African and it's black Americans. Just everybody's mixed and having a good time. They had hookah. They had a dance floor. They had a bartender. People wore masks. It was great. There's always just someone who is not black that shows their ass and needs the spotlight. This is the second party because Christmas, the same situation happened with another person who was not black. So at this particular party, this dude almost got his ass whooped. It was a non-white person, but he was Hispanic. But one of the ones that were light enough to think that he was, he had privilege. His hair was like bleach blonde and it was in that old school Justin Timberlake looking, noodles looking shit. It was a fucking mess. And he decided to say some extremely off the wall shit into which me and my friend got up. To, to look at him like, have you lost your fucking mind? Because it is a group of all these people who are black and you were the only one and you say something so ignorant and racist. And, you know, half of the group were just kind of like, eh, whatever, he's drunk, blah, blah. But me and her got so offended because it was so disrespectful. And it is like the caucasity of you to say it in front of all these black people and just be like, eh, whatever. This dude stood a good 312. Like he was like four foot solid. Just it, which has nothing to do with it. Not talking about short men because, you know, short men still be. Anyways, nothing about his height, but it was the fact that he was around all black people, all bigger than him. He was the shortest person at the party, even shorter than all the women and still had the caucasity to be like, if y'all niggas ain't where y'all supposed to be, then that's on y'all. Like it was so disrespectful. And like what even bothers me more is that we are just so comfortable with racism that it's kind of like, yeah, they're going to say that shit. Nobody was ready to beat his ass. Not saying he should have got his ass beat. I was willing to beat his ass. I had to hold my friend back from beating his ass. But it kind of, the conversation kind of became, well, did, did we really have to get that mad? Do we really have to let it bother us that much? Do we, why is it always a black person's reaction to racism, but never the person who's being racist that is addressed? It's always, yeah, racism just exists. So why y'all have to act like that about it? Tired done you're not gonna make it comfortable to be racist for me especially in a group of all black people and a party of black people I'm done I don't care about it being too much to cuss someone out. I'm gonna do it every time and you will be less likely next time to say the shit that you say you gonna know in this space in this circle of black people you're not doing it here so just the call for non-black people especially white people but white passing people because it is a huge difference Stop coming into spaces with people of color and being the loudest person in the room. Sit your ass down. You can be you can be important in every other room. This is our time to be amongst each other. Sit your ass down. Whew, that actually felt good. I'm, I, I'm so glad that I have this at the beginning of the episode. I'm so glad I bust these nuts because I just really, man, I got them off. <laughs> All right, y'all, let's start this episode. So... <laughs> I don't really just have like a set topic because we're just kind of going to talk about what occurred at the Capitol this past week. We're not going to talk about what happened because I know you've all seen the news, not the White House, the Capitol. I know a lot of people are getting that confused. I'm not talking shit if you've been saying White House. No, it's fine. All these monuments are white and very racist, so it's very easy to get them all confused. Um, Basically, all these radical rights. I can't. Radical rights. Yes, probably said it right because we've been the radical left all this time because racism has been okay. The fact that we've been called the radical left when the radical right has been doing this and murdering and killing and charging the fucking capital and it being okay. Yeah. The radical white 
right wing Republicans decided to charge the Capitol with all the backup of the president. Because when he said Proud Boys stand by and stand back or stand back and stand by, this is what the fuck he was talking about. This is what we have been talking about. Oh, where do we, where do we even start? So (laughs) this situation made me so disgusted, but it also, I have decided to spend this episode not highlighting what these stupid idiots have done. I'm going to spend this episode talking about why this is a positive, why this disgusting thing that they did has brought to light so many things that people like me have been talking about because One of the things that I will say, the top reason for me why this situation was so important is because Black Lives Matter and and the pandemic and all the shootings and everything has opened up everyone's eyes to how bad racism was for black people. But this situation has opened everyone's eyes to how bad white privilege and racism is for the whole world, how white people have been like destroying the entire fucking continent literally this small thing because we have been talking about al-qaeda all these other countries uh, iraq mexico everybody attacking the u.s and threatening our safety but it has been within this rumble in the jungle from within that has been destroying us from forever we've just been ignoring it because we've been run by white people and they've been okay with not challenging it but This is so important because no longer am I just a woke friend. No longer am I just the person who is just constantly talking about politics. This situation showed us why it is not possible to not be political in this climate. Not being political in this climate is equivalent to letting us be murdered and die. That is what this specific situation showed us. I, I've been getting a lot because I, I went off when this was happening. I went live on Facebook. I wrote so many statuses and I was like, fuck white people. White people in, are in all inherent, inherent. I can't even speak. I have a I always say this every week. This time I'm not drunk. I have a sore throat. So I'm trying to be calm and speak through it. White people are all racist because it is ingrained. Our world is built on it. It is the same reason why most black people are anti-black. We come out believing that black is bad, white is good, and white is top. So even if you don't think that you're racist, you probably are racist. You are racist because if you're not constantly fighting against them, even if you are, there are things ingrained in you and programmed into you that you don't even realize. There was this white woman who had been marching and she, and, and some, someone put up a status about it. And she was talking about how she realized that she is racist just like everyone else. She marches for black people. She's at every protest. She isn't speaking up since she can. she was able to talk. But she realized she is also racist still because it's programmed and ingrained in her. She told her friend of hers was telling her story about how this guy acted crazy and was getting so aggressive with him and, and he was scaring him. And she's like, I automatically pictured a black dude automatically. And she's like, it's just so programmed in us to think that us being white is good and and black or people of color are bad. It is programmed. That's why I'm saying you can be homophobic and not think that you are. It is just programmed in us to hate gay people. You can be racist and not think that you are. It is just programmed in us. Same way black people are programmed to think that dark skin is wrong. Think that 4C hair is nappy or that your hair is afros or just you need to do something with that. That's programmed in us. That's that anti-black shit programmed in us from birth because we've been, our world has been governed by white people. That's why it upsets me when other people say, 
of course white people are uh, gonna put white people on TV and, and help white people and only hire white people. We need to create our own things. No, white people have enslaved all these other races of people, especially black people. You can't just keep saying, oh, black people have to create their own stuff because everything is still governed by white people. We can create our own shows, we can create our own movies. Everything, the publications, the stuff you put out, everything is still governed by white people. So in the meantime, in between time, bitch, until we can get up there, we have to be under the conditions of white people, which is why white people have to change their racism. We can't keep acting like them being racist is not the hugest problem. It is the biggest problem. It is not just, oh, we like whites and nothing else. No, it is we like whites and we also going to kill all you other people and turn you against each other. I don't understand how it's it's not obvious. So yeah, I was going off on Facebook and it, it kind of bothers me. I know that all the people who, who wrote me were meaning it out of kindness and to be supportive and you were, but it bothered me how many people after I went off the way I did inbox me and were just like, I'm so proud of you. You're such a leader. Like keep, keep, keep talking. This is what I want to say. I just can't say it. Like, it's like, I got so many messages and um, just responses about the things I put out. And it, it bothers me that I am like an example to people. I don't want to be an example. I don't want to be a leader. I don't want to be someone that you're so proud of. I want everyone to feel like this because it's not anything that I think is a talent. It's not anything that I feel like I'm so awesome for doing. I think it's just how everyone should feel. Everyone should see their children and not want them growing up in a world where this shit is okay. We all should be speaking up about this shit. And that is why this situation is so important. And to see it be broadcast is so big to see the cops just allowing them. People kept saying, where are the cops? Where, where, Where's all the, you know, like that they run out of staff? No. If this was black people, they would have had them ready. Many of off-duty police cops, they were there. They, they traveled. That woman who was shot traveled. <laughs> Those are, she was a vet. These are people who have been officials, who have been doctors. They are, these are people who have been letting us die forever. This is why it's not just a Cops against black people think doctors have been letting black people die. Doctors have been killing black women during childbirth to keep the amount of black people down. These people all live at the top of all sectors of the world. We go visit these people at the doctor's office. They smile in our face and kill us behind our back. This evil is the pinnacle of America. This evil that white people have created is the pinnacle. And it's not every white person. This is what I would say. Not every white person is actively trying to murder and kill us but since all white people have been built with that racism you have to actively be fighting against it to be doing us any help and I've noticed so many of my white friends on my friends list were quiet like they were really quiet I had one of my friends over there petitioning for one of her friends Karen to get get there oh there's a whole lawsuit going out about it and I know she knows who I'm talking about right now I don't care she was telling her friend Karen, oh, there's a lawsuit. You should get on that lawsuit. You're more worried about this, this woman, this white woman, Karen, having the name Karen, which is also uh, an act that helps black people keep our lives than you are about our lives. You don't care that black people are losing their lives because Karens are calling the cops on it, but you feel bad that Karen will feel bad about her name being Karen. The entitlement of you people is nuts. Like... You you just don't give a fuck. It, it's like you blatantly don't care. Which brings me to the next thing that this has shown. I had a friend on, on my friends list who, during all of this, he during the debacle and debauchery, he was like, 
he put up a status saying this just shows you that. Yeah, he put up a status saying Trump supporter. This is this just shows you Trump supporters are clowns. Not all, but most. So you're he's Mexican, not Hispanic. Mexican uh, immigrant has a family, plenty of family who's immigrants. So you put up the status. And even though you have many friends of color, majority friends of color and family members are all Mexican, have been dealing with what Trump is saying. Your response is to put Trump supporters are clowns, not all, but most. Who are you protecting, sir? Are you protecting your white friends who are Trump supporters who are okay with you dying because you're protecting their feelings? So, of course, I quickly commented, who are you protecting over your life? Nah. Now, I said, whose white feelings are you protecting over your life? Nah. And he responded, was like, laugh my ass out. Yeah, you're right. I'm protecting like two of my white friends who are Trump supporters, but fuck it. Like, that is my next point. We have been taught as people of color, to care more about white people's feelings and comfortability over our lives. That's why it has been so hard to speak out about racism our entire lives, because we have been bullied into a position where knowing that racism is there and it's comfortable or it's it's hidden and you just should never talk about it because you're lying. That's not what it is. So you decide to protect white people in their space of comfort and the way that the world has been running over your own life. You have thousands of friends on your friends list and you decide to protect your two two white friends in a time where you are watching white people run rampant and these friends support it they support trump and they're supporting the attack on the capitol at this moment you decide to say not all not your two white friends who support trump and don't care about your life and that also brings me back to the the party it's like the, everyone at the party's response was to kind of get upset with with us for taking it to the limit where it's like now we want to fight this dude over being racist, but they're not upset at the dude for being racist. It's like, yeah, racism's just there. People going to say stuff. You're going to let that get you all riled up. Yes, bitch. I am going to let it get me riled up because I'm going to fight it until it's not happening. This is what we're saying. Stop thinking that this thing is just so comfortable and being there it will always be there. Hell, hell no. And for the longest time, I was just called the woke friend and my my family would tell me, you can't change this or you can't fix this. You're just one person. So why get so upset about this? Because one woman, one black woman, Stacey Abrams, changed the whole shift, the whole fucking country. And she was one woman. That's why. That's why we continue to say the stuff that we do and continue to stand on the opposite side of racism and stand against oppression. Because fuck that. My child is not going to just know, yeah, that's just the way it is. And we're just going to keep going. No. That's why I got a podcast, because we're going to speak up. We're going to say what we have to say. And I'm going to check every fucking bitch who says some racist shit. There ain't going to never be a time somebody is going to say the wrong thing to me. And I'm just be like, I'm just having too good a day to let you bring me down. No, because I'm going to still have a good day later, bitch. But I'm going to know today that I said what I had to say. Every time that we call people out on their racism, it's not taking energy from us. And it no, it's giving an action, a reaction. And you're going to get this from me. It, every time that I speak up, speak up, it lets me know I'm fighting a good fight. And I'll never get tired of that shit. So uh, that's just what it's going to be. I don't understand why we have just gotten to a place where we're just so fucking comfortable. Like with racism just sitting there and just. Uh, this is this also has to be the moment where. All the other races come together and see that white people have been making everybody else the enemies for so long to get what they want. Iraq or whoever, Africa, anyone to still 
uh, diamonds, oil, anything. White people have been doing this since the dawn and the crack and the govern of time. Like since forever, they have been trying to make everyone else who was not white be the fucking enemy. And if at this time it doesn't make you all see that we have to come together, I don't know what will. This has to be the moment. Like this has to be the shift. It's so ugly, but it can only get better from this. The next thing that I wanted to talk about that this situation has exposed is that white people were never innocent. This shows that even from the beginning of time, white people have been the terrorists. This was a terrorist attack. All this showed was that for the longest time, white people have been getting their way. And when they did not, and racism in the world really stood up against it, not even stood up against racism, when the world just didn't go the way they fucking wanted, when they wanted fucking oranges that morning, they got apples, they went fucking, they threw a fucking big ass tantrum, a terrorist size proportion tantrum on the fucking world, on the fucking US. Like, it shows that this is how white people have been. When we see white as the, the, the top of innocence, that's how it's always been. Every time that they go above a judge in front of the world, it is always, oh, that, that little white girl, I feel so bad for her. Or that white man, it wasn't that bad. Like they are the eyes of innocence that they get like two years of probation for murder or get off for fucking raping someone. It is, they have been the eyes of innocence since we can remember. And this situation exposed them. And I know all the non- I know all the Republicans who didn't want this to happen were pissed because they're like, y'all showing the world that we're really this evil. We want to keep this hidden. Can we keep this behind closed doors? Let's do this the right way. We can just deal with four years of him and try again. No, these white people are like, today, we want it to be the way we want to. That shows you that they were never fucking innocent. And that shows you that all the times that y'all let murderers get away with it. And what was that boy's name? Who um, There was a white boy who got caught calling his mama and telling his mom he had murdered someone. He's like, well, I'm a blue-eyed, blonde hair. I'll probably get off for it. And his mom's like, no, they have evidence. He's like, I ain't going to get that much time. I'm, I have blue eyes and blonde hair and I'm white. You know what I'm saying? It That shit is gone. We see that it doesn't matter if you're white with blue eyes and, and blonde hair. You will still jump on the Capitol floor like a fucking orangutan for whatever the fuck that you want. <laughs> it's like... How have we been letting them do this for so long? And yes, I understand that all the judges are white. And so we they have just been doing it because it was fun for them. But choosing things based on your race doesn't help you either, you fucking idiots. Because the moment that even being white will not save you. There's been the people that Kyle Rittenhouse killed, white. Why are you doing this, computer? Stop. Those two dudes or two or three guys that Kyle Rittenhouse killed were white. And they bailed him out real quick because those white people were on the side of justice. They were on the side of Black Lives Matter. They didn't care about the white people dying when this white little boy was on their side. So it doesn't matter if you're white or not. When it comes to the top, if you're not white-winged and racist, why are there so many R's? They're trying to get me today. Like, If you're not on the, the right side of racism... Like, they will take you out. If you're not on the right side of Christianity, if you're not exactly what they want you to be, they will kill you for it. This is why we have to get rid of this whole system. 
white people, you want all your privilege, so you're too scared to come off your high horse. You're going to end up being the the downfall of this entire fucking government, entire fucking nation, entire fucking country. Y'all already killing it. If we don't stop now and reverse it the opposite way, we're going right to fucking hell. Right to white people's Hades. No, we, we, we going down, nigga. <laughs> Trump has been banned from all social media platforms. That was my next bullet. Not only that, but just this morning, that nigga was impeached. They, they just put up, not impeached, sorry, strike that. He's been put up for impeachment. So this shit exposed everything. I'm so glad I waited a week to get it together because I'm seeing how amazing and beautiful the situation was. It's great that y'all threw this tantrum. It didn't work. It's still not. It, it didn't stop, but it was fucked up. I saw a video of Nancy Pelosi showing she was crying about the during the video shaking she she knew they was trying to kill her like they were out for blood they were almost to her they were like they were showing just everything these niggas threw shit on the walls just pissed everywhere went through her mail had letters like and it just makes no sense that no arrests were made that day they just let them get away with it because better to take them down to than to kill them all and have a war where it should have been it should have been a war it should have been a fucking it, we should have had all the Coast Guards, everything. And of course, Trump didn't approve it. But that just shows you how a president and white privilege can just single-handedly take over like that and just make a mockery of everything that y'all niggas built. Y'all niggas did the Constitution. Y'all niggas started this. And y'all making a mockery of it as long as y'all mad enough to not get what y'all want. This world was built on racism. White people and their racism. Y'all think that I'm playing? Yeah. Let me see what else we got on this list. Oh, this specific situation and the anger that has provoked in me and the anger it has provoked upon my people. This is the last thing that I wanted to make. This last thing that I have here. This situation changed a lot of people. Whereas people of color have been bred in love. We have been born into especially black people. We were already at the bottom, so there was no one under us for us to hate. If you grew up feeling some type of way about white people or people of color, it wasn't a response to how they treated you. We didn't just raise our children. I had a friend who told me, it's not my fault I'm racist. My dad used to rock me to sleep at two years old and suck on my fingers and tell me, never marry a black man. So I can't help that I'm racist. I've been taught that from birth. Never will you see fucking black people do that. We don't rock our fucking children to bed of lullabies of racism and fucking ridiculousness. No, we rock our children to to bed off love and our fucking titties. Like, what are you fucking talking about? (laughs) This situation made a lot of people cold. This was the first time that I had witnessed a death on screen and had no remorse and literally was just like good riddance bitch so if you don't know what i'm talking about well you know what let's take a break guys and another thing besides showing that just not whiteness is is equivalent to innocence this will show that like whiteness should not be equivalent to success because white people have been whiteness has been word of mouth for way too long like you can show up at something just being white and getting it you can 
not have a degree, show up, be white, and everybody else is black or of color, and they put you at the top of something. It has been the reason, like, so many white people are able to get ahead, and people of color have it. Y'all keep telling, that's why I got so mad at that dude at the party talking about, if I got somewhere, then you should get it. There are places where when you show up just being black, you will not get hired. Not because they automatically think you're going to be bad. People are just that fucking racist. So it irks me when... White people sit around and think everyone else should just be where they're at. I have a friend who works at like a veteran's office with no degree. And she was telling me how like the doctors or the people there like don't even like people with like tattoos or like super conservative. So you're telling me if a black person walked in with no degree, just I like to do this. I like animals. Can I also uh, work on these fucking animals? Which you know, whiteness is word of mouth. They'll let someone train on a job without any credentials, just being white gets you ahead because white people cut for white people in that way. And that is how the world has existed. It shows you, this situation shows you that that shit is not okay. It's not okay to let that shit slide. That's the reason why companies, they'll put out a magazine cover where like they do something racist and don't realize our movie will come out and it's so offensive because It'll be all white people on a project and no people of color because they believe the whiteness is the key to like success and way world go wrong. No. Somebody can be way better at a job than someone else just because they're just talented. It has nothing to do with the fact that they're white. If you don't start hiring people of color and black people, you will keep having subpar work across the board. You can't just automatically believe because someone's white, it's gonna, they're going to be better at everything. This definitely showed that. Because you see that all these doctors and people who you think are competent as fuck are out here just wreaking havoc on the world. These people who have been officials for 14 years and done all these things and have all these accolades acted a plum fool when they didn't get what they wanted. So whiteness is not equivalent to innocence, nor is equivalent to success whatsoever. That was just like the last thing that I wanted to touch on with this incident concerning the capital we'll be back with the black sheep of the week i'm so proud of black us this sheep week of the week but black sheep of the week hey black sheep of the week <laughs> my black sheep of the week goes to a true patriot out there a true american patriot who you know stood with the white sheep the whole way and then at a certain point she just decided to become a full-blown black sheep and stand against the crowd yes guys my black sheep of the week is none other than ashley e babbitt so if you don't know who this is she was the one who was in the capitol charging at the front of the force with her american patriots and when everyone else decided to take a halt and be a black a white sheep no ma'am not ashley she decides to see guns pointed at her on the other side of the door. And what does she do? She stands against fear. She stands with bravery and faith in her heart. She tries to jump through the, the doors to get in because she is that privileged. And what happens? She gets shot down. She gets shot in the neck and falls to her fate. And did I sacrifice my black sheep a week for complete satire and ridiculousness? Yes, I did. Ashley is the white lady who was killed in the Capitol because she thought that she could be, I don't know, invisible or just do whatever she wanted because they had gotten so far and she was shot dead because some people was not about to play with them. 
And I guess she thought because half of them was in on it that this was the door she was going to get through. When everybody else decided to turn their ass around, I actually decided to keep on going. And I just have to shout that, shout that out and make light of it because for so long we have watched innocent black people and people of color die by the hands of police, by the hands of whatever white madness. And white people have just eh, shrugged their shoulders and just kept on about their merry goddamn way. And merry goddamn day. And we're tired. So do I have any type of sympathy for Ashley E. Babbitt? No, I do not. Not only was she an idiot, she was also a veteran who had been in the service for 14 years. I think she was like a... um, Oh, she was like a senior airman. She was like the highest of the high. You see how racist she is? That's how you know how people in those type of spaces get treated. This is how we get treated at work. We have all of these racist people at the top of every every space, making sure white people stay up and making sure they're putting down all of the rest of the people. Ooh, and there she goes. She died for her faith. And I guess you can just call that black sheep because she stood against the crowd and she did what the fuck she wanted to do. And there she goes down on the ground with the devil. Rest in poison, bitch. <sighs> well, you guys... That brings us to the end of this episode where before I give you my party favorites, I just want to talk about how much this week in that situation has changed people. That moment, you know, it's I know it may make a lot of people upset that I could laugh at someone dying like that. But this specific moment, incident in time has has taught me that. I like it has hardened me and a lot of my people to seeing people die like this. Like I think whereas white people have been born into seeing us die so much that they just do not care. This was the time where we were able to get so hard and to feel the same. We don't care that this person died, no matter that she was alive. We have been living in innocence and dying for no reason. So it was finally our moment to to just what, like free ourselves of those shackles of, of thinking that we should still care and pray for people who want us dead. No, they showed us right there in our face that they could care less if our lives get any better. So do we care if you die fighting to keep us oppressed? No, we don't. We're not going to stand for this shit anymore. We're not going to sit down and be okay with racism anymore. I know I'm not. I really hope a lot of you listen to this episode and decide that you're done too. Because fuck that. Fuck our children living and breathing in an oppressed world and thinking that they should have to straighten their hair and pull their, their identities back and tuck them into their pocket just to make white people happy. When we could all just exist and be able to do the fuck we wanted the same way they are. I say no more. Party favors. So this week, guys, my party favor for you guys is to go out and be bold. Be bold. Be brave. Be so righteous in your fight against racism. Do not be okay anymore with these white people treating you the way that they have. And I'm not just talking about, I'm not talking about any other race. I know all these other races have been racist towards us. I grew up with nothing but Hispanic people. They're all racist. This is our time for all of us to come together and stand 
against the fight of white people being racist. I know other races can be racist, but it starts with white people and it has been taught from white people. We need to all band together and fight against this oppression. This isn't a us against white people and kill every white. No, this is a us against racism specific, white people included. Join the fight against these people treating us like this, against our children being treated like this. And if you think that like, you're that friend that they like enough and they'll protect you. That's ownership. They like they're black. They'll never be okay with the other blacks that they see. They'll never care about the blacks that they can't control. Don't be that. Stand up and fight oppression. Because at this point, y'all, America's for the streets. America's the ghetto. I can't do it anymore. I'm tired. I would really like to be rescued immediately. Anyways, guys. See ya. They treat each other. It's hard to conceive. Oh, Earth is ghetto. I want to leave. Oh, Earth.